Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Father, we are thankful and grateful tonight for your blessings. We are thankful, Lord, for your word. We are thankful, Lord, for the opportunity you have given us to come before you, Lord, to hear your word. Give us of your spirit, the great teacher, the advocate, our helper to teach us tonight. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hands together for Jesus. And you may be seated. Wonderful. Well, tonight, for a short time, we want to continue with our message on Alos. We're talking about Alos. How many, who has not been here since we started talking about Alos? You've never been here since we started talking about Alos. All right. So, without understanding what is Alos, you will not appreciate the message. Because you will not find it in your Oxford Dictionary. But Alos is a Greek word. And we are sharing from this powerful book that was written by our evangelist, our prophet, our pastor, and our father, called Alos, another of the same kind. So Alos is a Greek word, which means another of the same kind, another of the same kind, to have another of the same kind. And we are learning from the scriptures that God likes things to be done this way, to have another of the same kind, another of the same kind. And um, the reason is that God does not intend to make all forms of varieties all afresh again. And he has given us masterpieces that we are supposed to reproduce from them. Man is never going to now begin to reproduce other kinds of creatures. We will always produce another of our kind. Hallelujah. Now, there's a lot of wisdom in applying this principle, and that is what we've been learning about. That is what we've been learning about. So, um, for the purposes of those who have not been here, um, I just want us to read our foundational scriptures. Number one is Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse number 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 9. It says, The thing that had been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done, it is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Then he says, Is there anything whereof it may be said, See, this is new. It hath been already of old time, which was before us. So there is no new thing under the sun. There is no new thing on the earth. Don't look for any new thing, according to the scriptures. There is no new thing. That which has been, it is that which shall be. Amen. What has been is what shall be. And that there is no new thing under the sun. Hallelujah. There is no new thing. And we are learning a lot of principles from this concept of alos. Amen. From this concept of alos. So, the background is that there is no new thing under the sun. There is no new thing under the sun. Now, we learn some few principles, and just quickly, I just want us to uh, 
brush through these principles, just name them. Number one, we said when you become an alos, you discover the truth that there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new on this earth. That is the first principle that we learn. And those of you who have not been here, I will encourage you to go on our podcast and listen to these messages. I believe it will bless you. We laid a very strong foundation in the very beginning for this particular message. And I believe that um, we are building on this particular foundation. And number two, it says, becoming an alos is an advantageous, or is advantageous because you are becoming something that is already successful and working. You see, that is great wisdom. That when you accept this concept of alos, to be another of the same kind and not struggle to be an original, you are becoming or you are moving towards success. Something that is successful already and is working. Do you understand? It is successful and it's working. So when you become an alos, that is what you are doing. When you intend to become another of a kind, another of a kind, you are working automatically towards success and something that is working rather than becoming something new that you will never know if it is going to work or not. And when it's going to work. Number three, becoming an alos saves you from the disadvantage of having to create a name, or a new name. Becoming an alos, it saves you the disadvantage of having to create a new name. It's not easy to make a name. It's not easy to make a name. So you'll find people who have made names that they place their names on things. Have you realized that? They even sell their names. Because it's not easy to make a name. And people, rather than making their own name, they will buy that name and put on their something. Do you understand? Instead of opening a new restaurant, you rather open one that you just buy a name and put on it. A name of a restaurant that is working already. A name of a store that is working already. Do you understand? Yeah, rather than trying to now create your own name. It's not easy. Number four, becoming an alos makes you humble. Becoming an alos makes you humble. It only takes humility to copy from someone. It takes humility to tell someone that I like this thing that you are doing. Show me how to do it. It takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of humility to come to someone and say, I don't know how to do my hair, but I see you are always making different kinds of hair. How do you do it? It takes humility. It takes humility. Do you understand? It takes humility. But when you become an alos, when you want to be like this person, you humble yourself. So alos makes you humble, which is a great blessing to be humble. It's a great blessing. You see, pride cuts us off from so many things that God could otherwise give us. Pride places you in a position that you you take that position to make God resist you. So, when you you take that position, every effort that you make, can you imagine that God is standing behind a door and he's closing like this? And then you are trying to open the door. You see, even your little boy, your little son, you know, when they are angry and they want to open a certain door and then you put your foot behind the door like this, you see that the small boy is nothing. And he's struggling and pushing and crying. And that is what some of us, we do. We're struggling and crying and pushing and doing all kinds of things. But pride has closed the door. Pride has placed God's hand behind the door that we cannot go through. You see, but alos, when you want to become like someone else, it gives you this great spirit of humility. Amen. The next one, becoming an alos makes you independent, makes you dependent and sheep-like. When you are an alos, you depend on others. When you are 
trying to be like someone, it makes you sheep-like. It makes you follow. You see, when you, when you want to become like a certain man of God, you'll be following the man of God everywhere. You will know where he is, where he's having service, where he's preaching, where he's sharing. You are always following because you want to become like that person. You don't want to miss anything the person is doing. It makes you sheep-like. Hallelujah. And when you have that spirit of a sheep, you are being led. You are being led to a place of green pastures, to a place of still waters. Amen. Rather than you finding it yourself. Becoming an allos gives you access to strategies and formula that have worked for your kind. Becoming an allos, number seven, makes you a member of a particular group when you are an allos. It makes you free. It makes you become a member of a particular group. And when you are a member of a group, you feel comfortable. Isn't that so? You put out your best. Isn't that so? You do your, your best comes out of you when you are in a group that you are a part of rather than when you are a stranger in a place. You are overly careful. You are watching everyone. You, are, you think everyone is watching you. But when there is a group of allos, we are all following the same person. We are all trying to do the same thing. We feel comfortable. You see, even in our church, we, we do that. We find it like that. As pastors, when we gather, when we are having a meeting, we are happy talking about the same things that we are all experiencing. Do you understand? The same thing, whereas if you are at work, you can't talk about your pastoral challenges and you can't, you can't do that. Isn't that so? Yeah. In our church, there's a way we do things. And so when we are amongst ourselves, we are free. We say certain things where strangers don't understand. But the moment you become one of us, you start saying it too. Even your conversation will start changing. Hey! You see? And then you are not, you are not shocked that I just said that. Do you understand? Then your, your, your way of talking, everything changes. And you are, you are free. Isn't that so? Yeah. Becoming an allos makes you a member of a particular group. Number eight, becoming an allos gives you an easy road to ministry. It gives you an easy road to ministry. This is a secret that many people do not know. It's a great secret that is in our church that many people and I call it grace it's a grace that God has given us that allows, it gives you road to ministry it makes way for you into the ministry when you want to be an allows that is why if you are committed and you are dedicated and you have the spirit of the house and you want to become an allows, you can become a pastor in this church I don't think I will be a pastor in any other church but that spirit that is here it gives you easy road to ministry. It gives you easy road to ministry. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Allos is a great blessing. Amen. And there is, no, there is no need for you to become some form of original pastor, some original minister that is unique, that has never existed before. Do you understand? And... You quote scriptures and you want people to wonder, where is this coming from? You want to use scriptures that no one has used to preach before. Do you understand? You see, allows is a blessing. God blesses allows. Allows gives you pre-prepared, pre-cooked meals. Don't you see that it's easy to make pre-cooked meals? If you don't know how to make it, you just want to make it the way the person who makes it makes it. Isn't that so? You, you, you want to make lasagna, but you don't know how to make it. But you follow someone who is an expert in making lasagna. And then you can make it. Sometimes the person will tell you, take flour, take this, this amount, take that amount, take salt, this amount. If you follow the instructions the person is giving you, you will make the thing exactly as the person makes it. It gives you easy road to ministry. A loss. 
Number nine, when you become an allos, you move into new areas of ministry faster. You move into new areas of ministry faster rather than staggering and searching and struggling and struggling. You become an allos and you see that it propels you to ministry faster. Different areas of ministry, you move into them faster. Becoming an allos is a very wise concept. And God approves of it. That is a blessing. Hallelujah. Understanding allows helps you when you encounter difficulties. Understanding and allows, understanding allows helps you when you encounter difficulty. I believe we shared a lot on this last Tuesday. And I want you to listen to the message. It will bless you. Hallelujah. We share a scripture in 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13. It says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. No temptation, no challenge, no difficulty has taken you, such as is common to man. So, there is no new thing you are experiencing. There's no new challenge that you are experiencing that no one has experienced before. So, an alone person will look for someone who has experienced this and has come out successfully and then you will follow such a person. And you will also come out successfully. He said, there is no temptation taking you. This is the Bible. He says, no temptation has taken you such as is common to man. And then he says, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able. That means that that temptation, it will not come upon you if you are not able to bear it. Do you understand? God will not allow you to go through any temptation that is above you. So whatever thing you are experiencing, whatever you are going through, understand that you are able to overcome it. You are able to overcome it. And it says, and with the temptation also, within the temptation, he will make a way that you'll be able to escape. Wow. He will make a way that you'll be able to escape. Amen. So whatever you are going through, there is a way. And someone has also gone through that before. Amen. Today, we want to continue. Number 11. Allows creates an army of multiplied Force. Allows creates an army of multiplied force. It says the joint effort of people of the same kind, people of the same kind, allows the joint effort produces greater results. It produces greater results. When we have joint forces of people of the same kind, people of People who are trying to do the same thing, when they join their forces, it generates greater force. The results are greater. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse 9, the Bible says, two are better than one because they have good reward for their labor. Two are better than one. That means that it is never good to be alone. You alone, you are doing something that no one has done before. The Bible says two are better than one. Hallelujah. And then verse 12 says, the same chapter, it says, and if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. So even the more, the better. Three is even greater results. Hallelujah. So if we have people of the same kind bring their forces together, it generates greater force. Hallelujah. The multiplied strength of allows is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. The multiplied strength of allows. When people of the same kind put their forces together, the result is phenomenal. Hallelujah. So if you have one thing that is working and is effective, you have something that is working and effective, and then you double that thing, then it means the power of that thing also doubles. Isn't that so? If you have something that is working, it's working and it's successful already, and you make that thing twice, it means the result is doubled. Isn't that so? Yeah. That is why, that is why the owner of McDonald's doesn't have any need to create variety of restaurants. He has found one that is successful, 
that is working, there is no need now to create one that has a purple M. Do you understand? Because you want variety. Or you say, oh, green neon is very bright. So I'm going to, the one that I'm going to make here, I'm going to make M that is green neon. Or neon green. Is there a color like that? It's a color. (laughs) So that it's bright, everyone can see it. You see, he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to do it all to make bright red. Another M that is bright red. You say, red is really popular. Red is a popular color. You know, he doesn't need to make that. But he has found one that is working. So he will produce another of the same kind. And it will work the same way as this one is working. If he's going to do the same thing in that one also. It will work. Isn't that so? So when you have a church that is reaching out to many people, then when you form another of the same kind of church, you form another of the same kind of church, it will reach twice as many people. Isn't that so? It will reach twice as many people. So right here, we see that two are better than one. Instead of having one church, we see this one is working. Let us move to another place and have another one. The same thing. The same banners, the same pulpit, the same preaching. Oh. As they came here, they are hearing the same preaching. Other people too, when they go there, they are hearing it's working. If it is working here, then it will work there also. Another of the same kind. Make it the same. If there is a church that is working and you put the same things, the same things that are working there, you bring it in another place. It is going to work. Isn't that so? It is going to work. This is the purpose of the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the purpose. That's the purpose of the power of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, it says that, and ye shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. When we receive that power, he says, don't make just one church in Jerusalem and stay there and just relax and be comfortable. Don't make just one church and stay there. He says, after that, the power of the Holy Spirit has come upon you, then have a church in Jerusalem. Move also, where? To where? To Judea. All Judea. Place churches, branches in all Judea. And then then do that. Move also, where? To Samaria. Don't just stay in Jerusalem and just have one church. If the power of the Holy Spirit is upon you, you will become a loose. You see that you are forming another of the same churches, another of the same kind. Different places. Hallelujah. That is the purpose. The goal is to reach as many people as possible. That is why Christ died. Amen. Not that we are preaching salvation here and you ask for this church, all they are preaching is prosperity. 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 And marriage. Do you understand? Yeah. So our branch is another of the same kind, for instance, like the Brooklyn Church. Our branch should be the same as the Queen's branch. Another of the same kind. We are not trying to form one church where the members can just move from one branch to another. That is not what we are trying to do. We want to form another of the same kind here and form another one over there. And preach the same messages. Because we want to have the effect of the multiply forces of allosis. The effect of the multiply forces. So, if you come from the Brooklyn branch, you come from the Brooklyn church and you come to visit us here in the bronze, you're just passing through the bronze and you come to visit us here in the bronze, I must not tell you that stay here because it's the same church. Then we are losing the power of the allosis. We are losing the multiply forces of allosis. Oh, you are from the Brooklyn branch. It's the same church. Just stay here and work. Does it work like that? No. 
We want to have alosis, different churches of the same kind with the multiplied forces. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So you coming from that Brooklyn branch to be with us here, it does not add to the kingdom of God. It does not add to the kingdom of God. Do you understand? You are not of the same kind. You're supposed to be somewhere else. Or you don't understand what I'm sharing with you. If you work at McDonald's, you in the Bronx. You can decide. You go to the Bronx, Brooklyn, and then the Brooklyn McDonald's. Say, I work in the McDonald's, so I want to work today. I want to work here. This is the same thing. Is this, is, is that does that work? Or you work in the Bronx McDonald's, and then just you went to eat in the Brooklyn McDonald's. You went to just eat there, and you say, I want to work here. Does it work? It doesn't work like that. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Or when you open a restaurant, you open a restaurant, okay, you are an entrepreneur, you have opened up a restaurant in the Bronx, and it is working. You see lots of people, lots of customers coming. So you decide to open another one in Manhattan, for instance. When you open another one in Manhattan, are you going to change the name? You have opened one here and it's working. Customers are flowing. They like it. Are you going to change the name? Or are you going to change the menu? People like the menu here. They are eating. They like it. So you move to another place and you start another one. You're not going to change the menu. You're not going to change the name. You're not going to change your logo. You put the same logo, the one that is working here, you want it to also be the same here. So they will see the one that is working and they know that it is going to work also here. That is why many people are very comfortable to work in certain restaurants. And you're from New York and you go to Wisconsin, you see the same restaurant, you, you, you don't think twice. Isn't that so? All you are looking for is Big M. And it doesn't matter what corner they place it. Once you see Big M, you know that this place, I know what I'm ordering. You say number seven, it is number seven in New York and it's number seven in Wisconsin. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. You're not going to change the name. So why do you even open another one in Manhattan? What is the reason? What is the reason? Because you want the multiply force, the multiply profit, the multiply of this one that is producing profit. You want to multiply that here. Isn't that so? Isn't that the reason? Isn't that the reason why you open another one and then open another one there to have the multiplied forces of the losses, the benefits? Because you know that people here are eating this you are going to make another one there where people in that area will also go and eat there. So you are multiplying your benefits. Hallelujah. So if you are, the, you are the owner of the restaurant and then you, your manager, you hear that one of your managers, the manager in the Brooklyn or the Manhattan branch of your restaurant has now come to stand in front of your bronze restaurant and he's advertising and then he's directing them. He says, take flyers. We have now go and eat in, um, in my branch. Go and eat. Go. You are the, the manager has moved. He has one here. He says, we are struggling here. The people are not coming, but we see that the people here, they are very committed. The people here, they are very dedicated. They always come. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. They are always coming and we are struggling here. So you say, come here. Come and now eat here. Come and now eat. It doesn't work. If you are the owner and you hear that, what would you do to the manager? Because now he is trying to decrease your multiplied benefits of our losses. You hear he's giving flyers. He's taking people's phone numbers. 
He begins to visit the customers here. And when you ask him, he says, oh, the customers here, they are very committed. <laughs> I need them to come. Amen. So we must also not target other Christians. Do you understand? If we want to have the multiplied forces of allos, we must not target other Christians in other churches who are committed. And say, we have an instrumentalist here. We have this keyboard. This is very good. He's in this church. Let's bring him to our church. It is not multiplying the allosis. It is not multiplying the allosis. We have this person who is a singer here. I hear he's a singer here and he's very good. Oh, we need help here. So let's move him. Let's don't. We have to also now target other unbelievers who are, who are good singers but they are not singing in churches. And bring them to the kingdom of God. The multiplied forces of Allos. Or you don't understand the message. The multiplied forces of Allos. So that we generate great force. Great force. Amen. There are Christians who are backslidden. We must target them. Hallelujah. Christians who no longer go to church. Not Christians who are committed to churches. Not Christians who are committed to their churches. They are doing things. When I meet the people who come to visit us, this is not the first thing I ask them. That's the first thing I ask them. And if you are in a church, you go and you are not doing well, I encourage them to be committed. I say, go to your pastor and say, I want, you want to do something. I begin even to preach to them. Right there, sitting there. That when you go to church next Sunday, go to your pastor and say, I don't do anything in the church. I want to do something. That is the multiplied forces of Alos. Alos. I don't say that, oh, now uh, you are welcome. Here, no more. You are not going back. Do you like my message? Do you like my preaching? Then this is where you are. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Because we want to create an army of multiplied forces. An army of multiplied forces that we will conquer. We will conquer the world. That is what the Savior came to do. To die for the world. Not to die for some few people, few Christians that are circulating in churches. From one church to the other. It's not adding to the kingdom of God. It's not adding to the kingdom of God. But if this new person now comes to see that people are committed in their churches, young people are doing things, I say, look, look at the kids playing instruments. Look at this. You can do something for your church. Go to your pastor and talk to him that you want to now do something in your church. Amen. You see? So that we can have the multiply forces that the church of God will grow. Not that we have only one church in Jerusalem, which is big and swollen. Persecution is just going to rise and drive us. Amen. So we want, we want the multiply forces of Allos. Even if they are all small, small, small churches. Even if they are all small, small, small Allos churches. When they come together, when we put them all together, it becomes a multiply force. Multiply force. It makes us stronger. It makes us stronger on earth. When there are many Christians, it makes us stronger. You see, when you are at work and there are so many Christians on your, in your department, you feel, you feel relaxed. You, 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 you are happy. You are happy. Yes, you are happy. Same mind. You feel comfortable, relaxed. You feel that you are part of a group that you belong when you say, oh, I was in church, or you come to work on Monday, and they were asking you about your weekend, and you, you, are, you are happy to talk about your weekend. Isn't that so? But if you are among all kinds of unbelievers, you are even shy, you say that I was in church all Sunday. They think you are not normal. Hallelujah. You see, the devil knows 
the effect. The devil knows the effect of alosis. He knows the powerful effect of alosis when the churches are together. The scripture in Deuteronomy 32 and verse 30, it says, How should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight? You see, so the devil knows that one church, we can overcome a thousand demons. Or one person can overcome a thousand demons. But when there are two, you will put 10,000 demons to flight. If you are the devil, would you allow a second church? Won't you like just, just let's deal with one church? If we, have, we couldn't fight and we have one church, then let's deal with it. Would you support more branches and more churches? So he will use all kinds of tricks to make us in our mind as if we are multiplied churches. But it's one church. You are here and then just move there. You have not added to it. The same one church fighting thousand. Instead of where we could have had another branch here with all kinds of new people here multiplied and we are driving demons away. Driving demons away. Amen. Amen. Increase finances. We have more tithe to push the gospel. Instead, today you brought your tithe in the Bronx. So tomorrow you take it to Brooklyn. Tomorrow, the next day you take it to Manhattan. It's not multiplied. It's not multiplied. Amen. Amen. You see, that is why it is so difficult to start a church. That is why it's very difficult to start a church. Because, you see, it is easy for the enemy to kill the church when it is a baby. When it is a baby. That is why the enemy makes effort. Any great man of God that is going to, like emancipation, you are going to liberate the people, you are going to bring salvation, the enemy wants to kill you whilst you are a baby. It is easy. It is easy when you kill, it is easy to kill a baby who is in a womb. Nobody arrests you. But if you kill the president of the United States, do you understand? If you kill the president of the United States, you see Pepe. You, see, you cannot escape easily like that. But whilst the, the president is a baby, you can kill the baby. And you can get away with it. Isn't that so? Yeah. So the enemy makes every effort to kill the church when it is a baby. To kill it before it grows. To kill it before it grows. Amen. That is why every great man of God, you see, if you take Bishop for instance, the enemy made every effort to kill the ministry when it was a baby. Every effort. Because the enemy knew the end of it. The enemy knew what it was going to become. So it is easy to make, because when it's grown, the Bible says that the kingdom of God, that is how the kingdom of God is in Matthew chapter 13. And I believe verse 30. It says the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed that the man takes and he's go, you go and you plant. He say, you see, it's so tiny. And the Bible makes, it says that, yes, it is the least of all seeds. The smallest of all seeds. That is how the kingdom of God is. It starts off small like that. So the enemy made efforts to kill Jesus when he was a baby. He made effort to kill Moses when he was a baby. The enemy will always make effort to kill it when it's a baby. Because when it's grown, it becomes a tree. Big branches. And the best of the air come to nest on it. He doesn't like that. Because it becomes a multiplied force. Multiply force. He doesn't like that. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So when you see a young pastor who is trying to become an alos, trying to copy, he's learning, he's copying, he says, this is how this man does it. That's why I'm doing it. This is how. Don't kill, don't, 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 don't be opposition. Don't, because then you are allowing the enemy to use you to destroy the baby. You are allowing the enemy, you see, sometimes you think it's your personality that you don't like this person, you don't like his ways, you don't like her ways, you don't like the way he's doing things, you don't like this. But it's the enemy that is using you, you don't know. Because the enemy knows what this person can become. The enemy knows. So he will, he, the, I mean, the enemy will not come, you know, like a dragon and attacking pastors. Have you seen the enemy come like a dragon before? But haven't you seen 
people like you make a pastor say, I don't want to be in a ministry anymore. I'm tired. I'm, I, don't, I don't want to continue. Have you not seen that? Yes. So the enemy uses us like that. Fight the baby pastor that is growing. Or a baby church that is starting. A church that is in a baby form. It's delicate. You see, when you put the master seed on the ground, when you put the master seed, it's very delicate. Even as it is growing, as it is growing, the shoot, it breaks the rocks. It breaks the sun. It has to force its way to just come up. And at that stage, anyone can trample on it. Any animal, anything. It's very delicate. But if we will all have that understanding and we protect it, we build a hedge around him, we protect him, we build the church, we are protecting the church, we are making the church work because we know that this church looks like a master seed, looks like the least of all things, it is the kingdom of God. If we will protect it, if we will keep it, if we will all support it, it is going to grow one day and become like a tree. Another of the same kind. Another of the same kind. There are losses sitting in the church. People who can become like the evangelist. People who can become like a pastor. Like the bishop. They are sitting here. But if we can bring them up, protect them, don't fight them. As someone is trying to lead, as someone is trying to do something, help the person, you have no idea what God is preparing. And you have no idea what the enemy is using you to do to oppose what God is preparing. Another of the same kind. Another of the same kind. Hallelujah. Another of the same thing. Amen. You all are great pastors sitting here. Great pastors. You see, the only thing is that you don't have the humility. Humility to be another of the same kind. You don't have the humility to copy. You don't have the humility. You want to have something that is original. You want to have, but you see, one thing that, if you have that humility, you see, I'm sharing from this book. I'm sharing from this book. And if you open the chapter that I'm sharing right now, you'll be amazed if you also have read it. But you see, when you have the humility to take, to be another of the same kind, to preach from what someone has done, what uh, God adds to it. God adds to it. It's humility. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. We have to have the humility. Without that, we cannot go far with God. We can never go far with God without humility. So if we all will have humility, we realize that there are great ministers, great lady pastors, great men of God sitting in our midst, who great churches, big churches, big churches, big branches. But when we call for shepherd's meeting, you are even proud to come and sit down to be taught. Proud. You can't go far. You can't go far. Shepherd's meeting and you are sitting here, squeeze your face like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Are we giving you pepper to chew? You squeeze your face. You say something that is funny, you are still squeezing your face. We're trying to make ourselves happy and you are making us sad. I don't know why I'm on this group. (laughs) Humility. To be humble. Second Timothy 2 2. Look at that scripture. Second Timothy 2 2. Second Timothy. What does it say? It says, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses. The thing that I was preaching. The thing that I was sharing. The thing that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses. Modify it. Marinate it. Add to it, take some from it, change it, reverse it so they don't know what, how, where you came from with this message. Twist it. No. He said the same, the same. The thing that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses. The same, the same. Among many witnesses means that they all heard the preaching. They all heard. And then you have come also with the same thing that you are preaching. This allows. We have heard the bishop preaching it all the time. You have also come. He said, the same commit thou to faithful men who also in turn will be able also to teach others also. Allows. Another of the same kind. Continuing. 
Teach them. Make them the same as you. Preach the same. Take the same message. Preach to her. Take the same message. Preach to her. Take the same message. If it's faithful, only if it's faithful. If it's faithful. If you are not faithful, you cannot also continue with our loss. This is scripture. This is the word of God. If we are going to become great ministers, we are going to do anything great. This is a very wise principle. Wise concept. He says, and God said, let us make man after our likeness. Blueprint is there. Why are we now going to look for another, why are we going to put the man's nose up like this or down? You know, what about the lip? Should we put it on the forehead or the cheek? Two lips or one lip? Even one lip, look at the problems that we are facing. So if God did not use that principle of our loss and made one lip and made two, Your two eyes. He wants to see everything. Your ears. You 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 con- concern, always want to hear. Always want to hear. Even two ears. Can you imagine if there were four or six ears? There's nothing that can pass you by that you you didn't hear. But another of the same kind. Hallelujah. Another of the same kind. And I want to give you the last one, and then we go home. It says, Alos is the natural way to increase. It's the natural way to increase. It says, the natural way that all of creation multiplies is by producing another of the same kind. Another of the same kind. It's the natural way that we will multiply. The natural way. It says, um, Genesis chapter 1, I just want to read the scripture as it is in the book. It says, and the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 12. It says, and the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind. And God saw that it was good. When it brought forth after his kind, God saw that it was good. And God created every living creature after their kind. And God saw that it was good. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. He says the natural way that the church will grow from glory to glory is to produce pastors of the same kind, leaders of the same kind, and shepherds of the same kind. We must produce many are lost pastors, many are lost churches, many are lost shepherds. We must produce them. Same kind. Hallelujah. He says, I do not dispute that there are other ways to move forward. But I can share what has worked for me. A loss, a loss, a loss. I want to be like my savior. I want to be exactly like him. And he says, 1 John 4, 17 says, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Hallelujah. A loss is a blessing. A loss gives us wisdom. It makes us propel forward. It makes us surge forward. It makes us large, multiply force. Hallelujah. It's the natural way, natural way that God has made for us to multiply, for us to increase. It's the natural way. That means that it is the easiest way. It is not something that man made up. And it's not something to be embarrassed of. Rather, it's humility that makes you an alose. Put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet as you bring the service to a close. That is why there should be many Basenta leaders. Basentas. Basenta leaders. Father, we are thankful. We are thankful. We are thankful. May the Lord make us a losses. A losses. Make you an alos. Make you an alos. Give you the humility to copy. Humility to copy. To be another of the same kind. Not be ashamed to be another of the same kind. Yes, it is nice when you are original. But this is the natural way that God has given us to multiply, to increase. He says he made the plans to produce after their kind. And the Bible says God said it is good. When God saw it, he says this is good. This is good. 
this way of making things to produce after their kind. It is God that we are thankful and grateful for your word tonight. We thank you, Lord, for this great wisdom. We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful revelation. Lord, a way to surge us forward, a way to move us ahead, a way to increase us, Lord, a way to make us strong with multiply forces. Lord, we thank you for this concept of making another of the same kind, making pastors of the same kind, shepherds of the same kind, churches of the same kind. Father, we are thankful and grateful for your word tonight. We pray, Lord, that we live here with a mind to be another of the same kind, of that which is working and successful. We thank you, Lord, for this wisdom. We give you praise. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, with all eyes closed, every head bow, you are here tonight. You are not born again. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. With every eye closed, every head bow, if that is your prayer, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. Make Jesus my Savior. If that is you, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. If there's anyone like that, just lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that, you want to give your life to Jesus. i give you this opportunity to receive Christ as your Savior. Is there anyone here like that? Oh, Jesus. Father, we are thankful and grateful for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord, to continue to walk with you. We thank you, Lord, for this grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.